Podcast live with your boy Mr. Evo, aka the Fluffy Fellow. Uh, I am honored and privileged to have this brother here. Listen, we were chopping it up before we got on. Uh, I am honored to have him here, none other than the legend. I don't want to say the myth because now I see him, so he is not going the myth, but the legend Jay Jones in the building today. Um, welcome, man. Thank you for having me, bro. No problem, man. I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you, you know taking time out of your busy schedule because I know you people are always trying to pull on your uh, your feathers all the time to do stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, y'all be family, so I, we, that's why I wasn't even to think about things. Wow. Was, I, I hit you right back and we get it on the If you know me, mm-hmm. if it don't make it to the calendar, it doesn't exist. <laughs> exactly. So um, <laughs> they can be like, bro, we need to link up. And if you walk away and you didn't get in the calendar, it's all right. It ain't a real thing. Like <laughs> the whole conversation never happened. Like I don't, I don't know. But that's um, that's a measure that I use to honor um, my my family, my wife, um, and the value of my time. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean, if I if I hum a hell every time somebody's like, "Hey, bro, we need to link," mm-hmm. I'll be sitting around waiting <laughs> to lose. You know what I mean? Facts. Whatever. So, yeah, well, I, like I said, I appreciate it, man. I, that, see, right there, he just gave y'all a nugget. This is why I love <laughs> following this dude and being around him when I can. He's always giving nuggets out. Like, you, you got to value it. If you listen to him, he said his family first. That was key. Um, so so you, I put in, my, in the description, you are not only a husband and a father. You're also an entrepreneur. Um, you're in ministry. And you are probably the network king. I've never seen anybody <laughs> network the way you do. Oh, um, so, so I, I want to get into a little bit of that. You know, tonight, it, it mostly, you know, I, I want to, as I told you, I want to talk to you a bit about where you came from and how you got to where you're at now. So, you know, as a youth, were you like this? Were you a social butterfly or um, really kept, you know, quiet? As, as a youth, man, I was... I, I was a, I was the serial new kid. Mm. Um, my mom was she was the the runner in the family. Gotcha. So if it wasn't going her way, we like yo we out. Mm. Um, so I mean I went to seven elementary schools, um, a couple of them multiple times, but in that five year window, six year window, I went to seven elementary schools. Uh, Winston Seven. 
between Wilmington, Winston-Salem, uh, the Bronx, Kingston, New York, um, and back to Wilmington. So I, you know what I'm saying? She was, she so that put me in a space to where um, I didn't have time mm-hmm. for there to be a stranger. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because gotcha. I didn't know when I was leaving again. So you had to make friends. You had to be, you had to really put yourself in the environment um, to enjoy it. Otherwise, you would have been miserable. Right. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? I, I walk in and <laughs> it's kind of the same way I am now, but I'll, I'll walk into uh, whatever classroom and whatever space and I go about me. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about what you got going <laughs> on. I'm cool on that. Uh-huh. I got my own situation gotcha. right here. Gotcha. So in turn, you're going to be like, well, dang, why he like that? Mm-hmm. So people withdraw. So I come in and by lunch the first day, I got four or five friends. So That's it's like, up. they just, they were like, well, dang, it's like, he ain't speaking to nobody. He ain't do this. He ain't do that. Because you were just doing you. You were yeah, doing you. That, that's, that's always, that's always been, been my thing is uh, occupying my space. Mm-hmm. Now, all right. So as you say this, because I'm, I'm playing this through my head. I've literally seen this happen. <laughs> and I mean, if anybody's been in the same room as Jay, you know, when he comes in a room, even though he is literally the quietest person in the room, he commands the most response in a room. And so like, there, I, I used to manage a music group um, and we were at an event uh, with his sister Kim. Yeah. And literally, it's like people were drawn to, and he was sitting chilling by himself. He wasn't there to bother nobody. He was not. He was there for support. And it's like you get to I shoot. I got sucked into it. And we had a conversation. I was supposed to be managing, and I'm sitting <laughs> having a full conversation with him. So I can definitely see how that that yeah. operates for you. And so that's been like that. So how was it? Because like, I know you said you were a marine. Also, mm-hmm. you not work because you are once a marine, always a marine. So as a marine, was that the same thing for you um, when you joined the military? Yeah. Man. It was it was same thing. I, I walk in and I'll, I introduce myself to nobody. I go in, I'm here. And like, hey, what's up with him? They come and inquire. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be one or two things. It's either either you gonna like me or you not. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> all the facts and words. Say that one more time, cause that either that is you true like me fact. or you don't. If you don't. Is something wrong with you? Exactly. Um, exactly. So you need to reevaluate what's going on in your life. But that's that's just been me, man. Um, I just I grew up, bro, with uh, I grew one. I grew up with all women. Okay. Um, okay. that's why as as you're moving around in your spaces now, you're meeting all of these ladies that mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always been my ecosystem. Gotcha. Um. So I, I grew up with aunts and like I had a few uncles, but you know one was a soul singer. He traveled um, singing. One was in and out of jail. The other one he graduated high school, went to college the next day. Mm-hmm. So the men that worked in my excuse me in my family, they were scattered. Mm-hmm. So um, with that man, I just I grew up around women, and their whole thing was nobody's better. 
tough. That's tough because most men don't even teach their sons that. that, that that's and, and that's and mind you, had, had I went off of what they showed me, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have believed it because you know they bad relationships. They're picking the same guy over and over again, having mm-hmm. the same issues with man after man after man. But what they instill to me is that nobody better than me. So I carry myself like ain't nobody better than me. Mm-hmm. Um, people ask, uh, it's like, man, how you know so many famous people? Because like, I treat them like they should know who I am. And I'm glad you brought that up. So... So a local celebrity here in Barfield, mm-hmm. that's my guy. That's I, I love Barfield. But he would every time I see him, he's got a faithful to the assignment hat on, or <laughs> he's always repping the brand, and, and he's always speaking well of you. Now, like that's a local celebrity. Right. And then I've seen you on on the higher level with some other stuff. You know, I'm not name dropping today, <laughs> but so like as you say that that makes sense because a lot of us as me as a man, as a especially as a plus size man, I say plus size now because I don't like to, you know, that's over. As a plus size man, it's hard for us to, to approach celebrities because we always have that stigma that you know, ah, oh, they're better than us, or you know. But then, but you just said that it makes sense. That's why you can connect the way you connect. I mean, I, I just can't. Like, there's nothing in me that can make me let you feel like you're better than. That's that. And that's you just strong. like you like your job more than I like my job. But that's it. That's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get to be on TV or movies or rap or whatever. You just like your job more than me. You a man with a job to do, with bills to pay. What are we talking about? That's I mean, deep. You? I mean, nah. I can't give you that. That's deep. I, I, well, see, I told you I'm gonna get some some nuggets <laughs> tonight. So okay. All right, so you went through the military. Mm-hmm. You you know you had the, the career. You met your lovely wife, uh, who was. I now I met her before I met you. Yeah. Because I was working on a board for a school, and she was going to design help um, with design and fundraising and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's how I first met uh, Miss Lynn, and uh, really dope. And then to find out that you married to her, I was like, God makes perfection. <laughs> I don't know if y'all ever seen these two together, but. It's like, because she, she has the same mentality you do, and she don't let no, there's nothing that's above her. You know what I mean? Like, I've only seen her walk in excellence. Even when people were trying to do her dirty, she still commanded the room. So um, so you met her. Now, you, you, how many kids do you have? Two. You have two? Two. Boy and a girl. Okay. Now, how old are they? Uh, 12 and 10. Oh, you're in the good years, bro. It's yeah, about to get man. real tough. Good musty, you know what I mean? Um, you know what I mean? A, a good throat punch. Yes. Coming. Yes. I'll be practicing my throat punch. You in the already. you in the good years. You in the good yeah. years. So I definitely dig that. Okay. So will you go so as we go through this process, now have you always been saved? Uh no, man. I grew up uh I grew up at church, mm-hmm. not necessarily in church. Okay. Um Faith Temple. Church of God in Christ. Okay, okay. Um, so I came up the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we was at everything. Uh-huh. Um, my mom, my mom ended up marrying uh, the the minister of music there. Uh, so we were at everything. If the doors mm-hmm. were open, we were there. 
Saturday we in there vacuuming and mm-hmm. all that. Um, but there was no buy-in. Um, as a kid, man, I sat in rooms. I sat in rooms and I, I heard conversations and I saw things that contradicted what they were telling me. How to live, yeah. Right. Um, so I, there was never the buy-in. Um, and uh, as soon as I was old enough to get a job, bro, I volunteered to work every Sunday. Wow. I could because I was just like. It was running. Yeah. It was running. Yeah, I had to, I had to get up out of here. So at what age did you become safe? Um, for real? Like, okay. Yes. So, yes, for real. Like, because I used to be in the, I used to be in the yellow, bro. Like, <laughs> all the time. Like, every couple weeks, I'd be like, I'd do something foul and I'd be right at the altar. And I mean, all through, through school. I think we all cycled through that, yeah, like, yeah, that yeah, way yeah. of living. Um, some still do. Real for real, probably 2000, 2001. Okay. Um, was kind of like the, the rededication um, that stuck mm-hmm. okay. uh, for the most part. Um, I, at Macedonia, Missionary Baptist mm-hmm. Church. Um, wildest thing ever, bro. Uh, Lynn, Lynn, my wife, had gotten saved mm-hmm. at Palm Valley Church of God. Uh, Easter play. Okay, the right. one on on, on uh, shipyard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. She she didn't grow up in church at oh. all, so she comes home. I gotta say, you need to come <laughs> to church. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. And I'm like, babe, you know what I mean? I already did all that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. be easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll wear off. You know what I mean? um, <laughs> so I'm like, uh, every Sunday, and her mom had just joined Macedonia. Mm-hmm. So they were going to church, and um, some time went by, man, and one Sunday I was just like, you know what, I'm going to go. Because, again, Macedonia is my, my family's home church. Mm-hmm. Like, my great-grandparents were, like, head deacon and deaconess. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, my it's mom there. went there when it was a one-room wood building. Mm-hmm. Uh, so history, for sure. So I was just like, I mean, I was there past Henry's first Sunday. Oh, years. really? Yeah. Wow. A 20-something-year-old with bifocals. Yeah. Uh, I remember <laughs> all that. But um, I was like, yeah, I'm going to just go with you. And it was it was a crazy Sunday. Um, pulled the folding chairs out on the end of the joint. So, like, we get there right at 11, which is, you know, it's too late. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting on the end, uh, probably three rows from the back. I'm sitting behind Lynn, and um, she had to go to work. And I tapped on the show, and I was like, baby, we need to go if I'm going to get you to work on time. And she's like, well, it's about over. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he was like, he bowed her head and he was, you know, starting up the altar call. And um, I opened my eyes and I was at the altar. Wow. To this day, I have no recollection of me walking to the altar. I was, I opened my, I I bowed my head and I opened my eyes and I was in front of Harry and Lee. That's wild. Um, That's wild. And from there, man, it just kind of, it, it, it all, it all kind of started moving, kind of immediately. Um, uh, A minister that was under Pastor Henry at the time, he just uh, gotten elect to uh, 
elder elect. Mm. So he was, you know, how missionary Baptist works. So mm -hmm. now you're in the rankings to get a church. Correct. So you start getting shuffled around. Mm -hmm. This place needs this person. Um, he approached me and asked me to be his armor bearer. We, I mean, he's a few months older than me. He's the same age. I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, cool, whatever. Mind you, I didn't know what an armor bearer was. Correct. I was about to say, uh, no, did you I, even know what the position no, was? I did not. Uh, so I went home. I told him, I was like, hey, babe, I'm about to be armor bearer for, for, for dude at the church. You know what I'm talking about? She's like, yeah. It's like, it's like, what's what is armor <laughs> <laughs> What is an armor bearer? So, um, so I jumped, I jumped on the, on the interweb and this is AOL days, so mm -hmm. I'm waiting. I'm waiting, and gotcha. waiting, and I put it in, and it popped up. It's like, oh, like this is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I went to the Salt Shaker. Oh, um, I forgot about the Salt yeah, Shaker. Yeah, I went to Salt Shaker, yeah. bought a couple books on it, and uh, just started reading up on, on what exactly it was and um, the weight of it. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. I went to him and explained, uh, kind of, you know, look, I said I'd do it. I don't know if I'm really cut out to mm -hmm. do it, but I'm, I'm here. And uh, he kind of just took me on his wing, man, and we started traveling all over North Carolina. Um, and I was just serving, serving as his own bear, man. That's wild. Okay, so so you had so that was when you first get your toe into ministry. Mm -hmm. So we'll skip forward a little bit because <clears throat> you have a... a your testimony in itself of the transitions that you've taken, because I don't know if many of you know, and the reason, the key reason why I wanted to really interview you also is because you network so well, but it's not networking just with people outside the faith. It's networking with people in the faith. Like, I think the fact that I know that you now you minister with surfers now on the beach. Um, yeah, I do. Um, man, I got roped into that. I got roped into that through another organization that I, I got plugged into. See, this, one, this uh, is the networking. So, yeah, F3, uh -huh. which is uh, Faith, Fellowship, and Fitness, mm -hmm. um, which is a men's group that meet and do workouts in random places throughout the city. Okay, okay. Um, so I get plugged in with them. I work early. Like, they work out at 5.30 in the morning, mm -hmm. Monday through Friday. I'm already at work. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't go. A couple guys from the group realized I wasn't there. They reached out to me. It's like, yo, it's like, you know, we saw you at the one, man. It's like, we, we didn't see you no more the rest of the week. You know, it wasn't not for you. Uh -huh. I'm like, well, nah, bro. Told my situation. So we started linking up on the weekends, and we would just do kind of our own things, mm -hmm. like three or four of us. Um, so I started rucking. Uh, rucking is a weighted force march. Okay. So backpack. 30, 40 pounds in it, and you pick an amount of miles and a pace, and you go for it. And that, that, so that reminded you of a lot of the military. Right? Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Um, okay. So we we go down, and a couple of the, one of the guys who leads Surf Church, which is an extension of Rice Beach Baptist Church. Okay. I didn't know that. The result, that Surf Church is a result of them not being able to have church in a building. Gotcha. Got so uh, the youth leader and the young adult leader, they were like, well, let's just meet on the beach. Mm -hmm. They started throwing it, 50, 60 people, 70, 80 people. Uh, I think I've seen up to like 120 people Holy out there smokes. before. 
But what we were doing, we were meeting at Rachel B's Park and we would run down to the pier where they meet. Mm -hmm. Go through their service, because it's legit that. Like mm -hmm. they meet, they surf, 7.30, somebody pray, somebody preach, salvation, go. They they surf, they get Okay. It's that. Um, so I would pull up and um, the first Sunday I went, man, had a conversation with the lady after the message. And um, she's like, don't move. She runs, grabs this guy. He's like, hey, this is Jay. You need to know him, but he needs to speak. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Time out. Because it's not the first time this has happened to you. So this happened to you at the Rock Church. Um, yes. Right? Does it happen here? Happened at your current church? Um, right? Is that how you met? No. Okay. I'm, I met I met uh, I met my current pastor. I met him before I was even I was still on staff gotcha. uh, working okay. at Rock Church. Okay. Uh, we would just that was just the homie. That was that was just the bro. Um, and, and then just okay transition and because I've seen you do so many different like ministry and this is the crazy thing, like I don't ever see you at the same place more than once. And I don't know and, and not in a bad way, not in a bad way at all, but it's like. Because of your gifting, and you know, I don't always get super, you know, relationship on this show, but with you, I really feel connected. So I want to go here for a second. So because of the ministry that's inside of me, you know, your anointing, I have not seen a barrier you have not been able to cross. Because that 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 surf group is a all white group, correct? Absolutely. So where you were at before the Rock Church was predominantly a white church. Mm -hmm. Before that, you were with in a black church, uh, full gospel, Baptist. full gospel yeah. Baptist. And before that, you were in a um, a Baptist church. Mm -hmm. So you've been literally in every realm that you can tap into. You've probably been to a Hispanic church. We just ain't seen it. Um, dig this. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. So uh, his speaking of Hispanic churches. Um, so Macedonia, I get plugged in, mm -hmm. uh, Pastor Henry kind of takes notice of me, calls me to his office one day. He's like, so James, listen, this is what I want you to do. I want you to put, put work on the men's conference. I'm like, all right, cool. Mind you, I've only been legit say mm -hmm. about a year. I want you to work on the men's conference. I'm like, cool. Who's on the committee? Whoever you want. I'm like, no, like, for real, like, he, like, yeah, your committee will be who you pick, pick to be right. on the committee. It's like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? I'm Maureen. I can pick people. <laughs> so what's the topic? Whatever you want the topic to be. I'm like, no, like, for real, like, this is and Yeah. What would you like, uh, whatever you want it to be? So mind you, you got me. Mm-hmm. Being me, and you gonna let me loose in this <laughs> in this in these folks' good old missionary Baptist church? They like, care about what you asking bug for. Bugging, bugging. So um, I went with uh, if we didn't have walls, mm -hmm. men's conference. Mm -hmm. Open the night. I had uh, the pastor of. Uh, What's the church? Pumpkin Church. Oh, um, the one off of um, college. Yeah. I know you're talking about. Um, 
No. It's Winter Park something. Yes. But Presbyterian, I think it is. Something so, first night, white pastor. <laughs> Hold on. Now, now, for those of you <laughs> who don't know, Macedonia is an all-black church. All-all. All-all. They've had a couple of white members here and there, but it's predominant 100%. 99.99% black. Absolutely. So, okay. So, right. first night, uh, white pastor. Mm -hmm. Choir. Second night, Hispanic pastor from Rocky Point, choir, everything. Um, so that's Thursday, Friday. Saturday, we take off. We do like a barbecue. Mm -hmm. We go out to their church, do mm -hmm. a basketball tournament, all of this kind of whole thing. And then everybody comes in on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I had a, what's her name? a lady. Uh, police. Oh, uh, Riley. Riley. Yes. Yeah. Thompson. Now, sorry. Thompson. I'm now. sorry. You know, yes. I love you, Miss Linda. Yes. Uh -huh. So I, I have Miss Linda close it out. Miss. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Diversity. Diversity. I'm saying. And I think the point of it, if we didn't have walls, uh -huh. if we didn't have walls. This is what we could encounter. It's no reason we can't worship with our Hispanic brothers. Correct. Correct. We don't need to know everything they're saying. Correct. Correct. We know gracias. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? Amen is the same. Hallelujah is the same. Let's rock out. And Jesus is the same. We know it's Jesus. Let's rock. So I what love are we that. doing? I love that. But uh, So yeah, man. Speak. But yeah, I, I had not worked in a Hispanic space as yet. But you've connected. I've connected. That's good though. See, all right. So this is and this is what I love about you, man. Like, I as I was I was telling telling Jay before we got on, like the inspiration for me, because we're not always in the same circle, like in the same environment together. But if he posts something, if he's doing a video, if he's talking, I always get something from it, and it's inspirational. And it's because there's no whole bar with you. And now what now sitting down talking, I know why. I understand it. And it makes me want to get to that point where it's like nobody's better than me. And having the confidence of who's inside of me and what's inside of me, like that's something that a lot of us don't walk around here with these days. We're very boxed in. Like, you know, this podcast is a new thing. I mean, I've been doing podcasts for almost two years now, but this in itself is me coming out of that box and saying there are no limits for me. Right. And so I, I appreciate that. So, okay. All right, so I had to, I had to speak my little. <laughs> All right, so next up, I want to talk about your brain. Okay. So for people who don't know, um, he wears it all the time. Other than up now, I think that I'm a good promoter of other people's brands, as you can see in the shirt. And, you know, I always have somebody Who's something this on. Man? This is uh, Rio. Uh, he's a music producer based out of Virginia. Uh, he's worked on. Uh, he just worked on K. Michelle's album, but he's he's got Faith Over Fear. He's got um, God is Engineering. Okay. A really dope brother, but I, I wear a little bit of uh, Jamel's Tooth God Be the Glory relationship with religion. And it was, if you see me in Charlotte, stuff like that, I'm always wearing Faithful to the Assignment. I would, when I, especially when I do major things, because I'm on assignment. I need people to know this is not just about me. Yeah. 
that's what it's about. So yes, yeah, so tell us how did the brand come about um, and it's it's break it down a little bit more. So faith, faithful to be silent. Um so it's 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 always been a thing of sorts. Okay. Um because once once I got into to honestly bro, just through life, um I've kind of always been like um that neutral ear. Mm-hmm. Um so whether Elementary school, bro. Um, I was the designated. My first business mm-hmm. was writing love letters. <laughs> wow. So um, so not only is he a, a hidden rapper, he's also <laughs> a love poet. Okay. So my, my, my dude comes. He's like, bro, I want to holla at Emily. He's like, all right, bet. I got you. Don't worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Boom. Now he got a girlfriend. Emily's having problems with him. She comes to me. Why are your friend doing such, such, such? Word, you acting like that? Don't worry about it. I got you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Boom. They fixed. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I don't want to be with him no more. Mm-hmm. Relax. I got you. Blah, blah, blah. Then I write the letter for the new boyfriend, <laughs> the new girlfriend. So, um, but I've always been the neutral, the neutral ear. Like whether whether it was that whether it was uh, growing up in in Germany, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've I've stood out on Tiffin Castle three o'clock in the morning and eating a booty's chicken sandwich, and dude next to me got weight on him, mm-hmm. and he's just telling me all his problems, wow. and I would just listen and how how I knew what to say back. I don't know, but it worked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, man, it, it's always kind of been been who who I am, I guess, um, because and if they, all I've known is that I wanna I wanna help people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm I'm naturally a supporter. Um, I'm a pusher mm-hmm. um, because how how the world has formatted what friendship is is us holding hands and kumbaya and we go and skip along down the road when the word tells us the the way is narrow Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we both can't fit through the door holding hands Mm -hmm. so i need you to position yourself in front of me so i can push you through and in turn you can pull me through wow that's when okay all right as i I've always looked at it that way. Mm-hmm. And people always ask me, you know, it's like, man, you want to be a senior pastor and all that? Not really. I'd rather come alongside a pastor, mm-hmm. hold his arms up, help him to see clearly as to how the people are responding to the ministry that he's going forth with, how they're receiving his vision, mm-hmm. um, how can we move the needle, you know what I'm saying, going forward. But that's always been me in every facet. Um, kid comes to me, yo, I rap, word, rap. Okay, that was trash. <laughs> let, but the honesty helps push him. Let, let's try this. I got you. Now, he's a rapper. Uh-huh. Um, t-shirt. Oh, man, spot t-shirt. Yeah, just something I had made up. Nah, that could be your thing. Nah, I'm cool. No, you're not. Uh-huh. Let's do something with it. Just to see. Maybe one. 
make me one. I put it on. I go somewhere, rent it, post a picture in it. You got 150 comments yeah. like, bro, where can I get that shirt? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm a natural helper and pusher and a sister um, in, in every every facet of that. And it's just like faithful, faithful came because a few of my mentees rebelled against me. And my wife bought in. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I spoke at uh, Purpose Church International for Youth Night. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a Friday night live. Um, I I spoke. um, My one takeaway, I had one point. um, And I didn't have the point when I got up to speak. I Mm -hmm. just got to the end. And I was like, if I could give you anything to walk out of here with, just be faithful to the assignment. A friend of mine, not saved, yeah. watched it. He's like, so that's like your tagline? What are you talking about? Faithful to the assignment. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> sure. So um, I sat and I played with hashtags uh-huh. for a minute. And it was super long. And then I threw the eight in there. And I was like, well can't really have the eight in there and not have a meaning. Hey, I'll just real quick, walk into my world. <laughs> One second. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all, if anybody knows me, you know, I got, come here, where you going, man? Y'all just come, drop and leave. So, as y'all know, I'm building this thing from the bottom up. And so I wanted to introduce you real quick before we get back to Jay's story. Slide on over here real quick. My brother, none other than Chris Sims, Chris the Creator. He came to drop off some shirts, um, but he's definitely been a blessing to to Fluffy Fellow. We appreciate you. Um, Oh, y'all going to be sick. Y'all going to be sick. Look at that. Look at that right there. We got the fluffy, fluffy fellow T-shirts. Yo, 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 yo. I'm about to go stupid. And we got the fluffy fellow hoodies. I got some more stuff for you too. Bet, bet. Now I appreciate you, brother. I love you, man. He Great was time. actually one of my very first, 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 first battle the band Union Baptist Macedonia right. trip. Really. There's everything around the corner. It's crazy. One of my That's very crazy. First people check out. All right, man. I appreciate you, my brother. Um, yeah, man. Um, he was one of my very first first kids that was like that sought me out. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. See, so every every that this is what we were talking about before. Yeah. Everything comes full circle from the people that I've I've met. Um, like I said, and I talked about Barfield and faithful to the assignment. Mm-hmm. And so you're saying that the hashtag came you were um, working yeah, on that the, eight? The, ha- the hashtag came, and it was legit. It was the four words, uh-huh. faithful to the assignment. And I would just post it, and I was like, I got to find something shorter that'll fit on a hat. And I went with the F, F2TA. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, why hats? Because that's your signature. Well, but why, that, why? Yeah, 
it just it made sense gotcha. for me because all of all of my mentees at the time were launching t-shirts gotcha um so my thinking was okay i'll do hats because none of them are doing hats and mm-hmm. i can wear my hat and their shirt um so just making sure i can i can support everybody mm-hmm. at one time um was kind of my thinking but um then some about a year after after the f2ta um i came with the eight and um then the meaning of it all kind of happened. Um, so people see it, they're like, oh, what's the eight about? Um, well, we all know number eight, mm-hmm. new beginnings. Correct. And what what we have to do and what we have the opportunity to do every day is be faithful to the assignment. Every morning you get the opportunity to get up. You know what you have in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know what your assignment is for that day. You know what your assignment is for your life. Every day you have to make that decision because nothing happens without your decision. Mm-hmm. So you have to make that conscious decision. I'm getting fluffy fellow hoodies today. Mm-hmm. Whether he late, I'm early, Jay on time or not, mm-hmm. this is happening today. Correct. Correct. So... It's, it's about accomplishing goals and being faithful to what it is. Because um, a lot of times we get bogged up in um, trying to do a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's so true. You, we, we, we feel like because we're busy mm-hmm. that we popping. And busy in no way, shape, or form e- equals popping. Correct. Correct. Because um, you're not accomplishing anything. You're just doing a bunch of nothing. A basically. bunch of stuff yeah. for nothing. Yeah. So, you know, how I how I look at it is I'll come in, I'm like, Mom, what you got going on? Well, I got this thing going, but I'm going to start doing this. Why? Mm-hmm. What's the last thing God said do? Well, he said do this, but I'm going to do What's the last thing he said do? That's a lot of our problem as people, especially as creatives, mm-hmm. creators. Mm-hmm. We want to do so many things. And you're like, man, or I'm stumped. I'm in a writing slump. I can't think of nothing new. I can't think of no new content. Because you ain't done what you were supposed to do in the first place. So true. So it's about accomplishment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Again, you know, they, God's not going to put more on you than you can bear, all that good stuff, right? You can bear a lot. Mm-hmm. But then when you burn out, you did it to yourself. Correct. You didn't burn out doing what God told you to do. You burn out doing your you own burn out yeah. doing your side hustles exactly. that don't make no sense. Exactly. And it's just feeding the habit and creating, uh, creating the backstory to why people don't want to work with you. Mm. Wow, that's but that's faithful to the assignment. That's another um we are we, we are a mentoring group. Uh we, we mentor um men, uh couples. Um we 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 did a hard pivot this year about mid pandemic um into relationship 
uh, restoration, okay. um, which in turn uh, pivoted us into uh, premarital counseling mm -hmm. and officiating weddings and mm -hmm. ceremonies and things of that nature. Um, and I want y'all to hear this. He, he didn't say me. He said we, which means that your wife is heavily involved in the vision that God gave you. Absolutely. Um, how everything materialized, like what you see of Faithful, mm -hmm. um, Father's Day two years ago, she hands me a box. We about to go to church, man. Mm -hmm. About to leave out the door to go to church. Um, have fresh outfit on. <laughs> I got my loyalty. I got my loyalty hat on. Uh, Tyon. Tyon, yep. I got her joint on fresh, brand new, straight out the box. <laughs> I'm fly. She's like, oh, babe, you need to open your Father's Day gift before we leave. It can wait. She's like, nah, you just need to go ahead and open it. I bust the box open, bro. It's my LLC. I remember this. I remember this now. Yes. Business cards. Mm -hmm. uh, the very first hat. Uh, the very first order of hats. Um, wrecked me. That's wild. Um, but that's why I said it was. It was a. It it all came to fruition through uh, the Jamars mm -hmm. and Jamels and them like, listen, bro, we up and running. You need something that's you. Mm -hmm. And my wife bought in. So she went for it. And we, we here. But um, no, nah, man, it's, it's really, and it's really, it's really only, uh, it turned LLC thanks to Big B. Mm -hmm. um, that's not really what I wanted to do with it. I wanted to go nonprofit, mm -hmm. um, but you know he he's big bro, so it's like I he he's kind of the only person that was kind of living in that space mm -hmm. where I wanted to be, mm -hmm. to where um, you know because he's got you know better as possible, Higgins, mm -hmm. um, the escape situation, mm -hmm. and all of this stuff falls under one umbrella, and uh, he was like, bro, just he's like just LLC it to secure the name correct correct and then you can do everything else, do everything else later so that's how we got to that man that's what's up but um yeah this it's took a hard pivot though into uh relationship restoration so we, we do we meet with couples and um just kind of talk through issues because <laughs> to backtrack <laughs> how i got into uh, accepting my call mm -hmm. into ministry. Mm -hmm. uh, I was at a full gospel Baptist church, uh, super buttoned up, collars, the whole mm -hmm. deal. Um, I knew I was called to something, um, but I didn't want it to look like that. I can relate with you 100%. Um, so, how me and God's negotiation went. <laughs> I'm like, God, I hear you. I'm queer. I don't want to be that. Mm -hmm. I don't want 17-piece suits and gaiters up to my knees and all that. I'm cool on that. Response was, I ain't asked you to be nobody. Mm -hmm. What does that even mean, bro? <laughs> 
call your pastor. Tell him you're ready to accept your call. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell you to be nobody. Call my pastor. Bro, you need to meet me at the church. Mm-hmm. Meet me at the church 6 o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning. I walk in. He's like, what's up, man? I'm like, yo, man. It's like, I don't want to say this out loud because <laughs> then it's going to be real. But, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm ready to accept my call. And he's like, thank God, bro. It's about time. <laughs> and um, he was like, so look. Uh, so I start Ministerial Alliance. Mm-hmm. Uh, start training. Uh, three weeks into that. He's like, all right, this Sunday, all Ministerial Alliance speaking. We hadn't got to the preaching part yet. I don't know how to do this yet. And he's like, you going last. <laughs> Bro, listen you closing it out. to me. Cold sweats. Oh, the whole time, right? Cold sweats for a week. Um, and it got to the day of, and I got up there. We were supposed to do 10 minutes a piece. I ended up doing like 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes or something. Um, crying voice, crackling, all of that. But um, but it was it was clear after that mm-hmm. was that I didn't I wasn't called to be to to be a preacher. Mm-hmm. I was called to do ministry. Correct. Um, Which a lot of people don't understand the, the difference. Oh, absolutely. The key difference to that. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I was called in the ministry because people was like, it's like, man, how you pastor and you ain't got a church? Well. Do your Googles. Mm-hmm. See what a pastor is. Correct. Correct. This is what I do. Correct. In whatever space. Um. Not because I want to, because I'm going to keep it a band with y'all. I love people. I don't like people. <laughs> uh, so, understand. I want what's best for you. Wow. I want what's best for your life. I want you to move forward in whatever you got going on. So you, you love people, you just don't like people. It's not by, this is what I am called to do, my brother. You understand me? I feel you. Um, I feel you. But that that was just it. I was just like, look, bro, I just need you to be me. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. Um, went further on in the training. And um, the current, at the time, the I was just working in sound and visual at the time. Mm-hmm. The youth ministers... Uh, left the church. Again, cold sweats. Mm-hmm. That's how it happened back then. Everything was cold sweats. Jump off out of my sleep. Mm-hmm. Nightmares. And uh, I go to my pastor. It was like, listen, it's like, you know, God's telling me I need to take over this youth thing. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, you ever done? I was like, I've never worked with kids, teenagers, nothing. Mm-hmm. But I know I'm supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, cool. Me, thinking I'm going to get some training or something. No, I threw you to the fire. Come Doc, you got it. Wrong. So if you haven't realized by now, you don't never get time to prep. Never. Ever get time to prep. Um, So I, I jump in, and uh, my, my wife, she comes along. 
because um, she she is um, she is gifted beyond measure, not just as a creator, but as as an administrator and uh, uh, an executor. Mm-hmm. So uh, we we jumped in, and uh, so we oversaw all of from college to the babies. Mm-hmm. We oversaw all of it. She handled uh, middle school down. I handled high school up. And um, I was just like, Pastor, can we have a Sunday? None of this is registering what I'm asking. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. Because I'm thinking, we put some kids on the door. Uh The kids do praise and worship. And you don't have to preach. And he's still <laughs> preaching. Right? Yeah. This joke is like, bet we could do that, but you preach. That's not what we, that that's not what I'm seeing. Well, my dad preached a message <laughs> when he said, "Be careful what you ask for." Oh man! So um, we we did that, man, and I was just like, well, I was like, well, look, Pastor, it's like this is what I want to do. It's like I was like, dress down, like everybody dressed down. And he's like, Are you sure? I was like, yeah, everybody dressed down. Like literally everybody, mother, everybody mm-hmm. dressed down. So we we did it, man. And um, that first Sunday, bro, I, I remember I wore uh, I wore a Chicago Bears fitted, a Walter Payton throwback jersey, um, some size forty jeans, and I was about a thirty-two. And some Tim's. You was thugging it. And uh, I went up there and preached that Sunday, bro. And um, we had third Sundays. The next third Sunday, there was more kids in that church than there was adults. Because mm-hmm. all them kids left there. It was like, yo, I don't know if you for real, but this dude just preached in some Tim's. <laughs> Y'all got to come see us. <laughs> This is a story from the sister acts right here. It, it, it just, it, that, that launched mm-hmm. our youth ministry. Um, and so now that's, so that was the first, because you're not a youth pastor now. No. Okay. I hadn't, I hadn't led a youth group in. Well, okay, let's say it this way, because you haven't physically been over the youth, but I've seen a lot of the youth that you've ministered to still Oh, absolutely. Be around you a lot. Absolutely. And that, again, that, that's a part of uh-huh. what Faithful is and does. Um, my my youth, my youth were becoming adults. Uh-huh. And um, they're like, okay, so what do we do now? Again, how Faithful came. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. How I met even St. Jamel. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it was just like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm I'm grown technically, but I don't get grown up church. Correct. But I'm too old for you. For youth. That is a transition that a lot of people have a hard time. And it's an underserved, uh, it's an underserved area. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of where we're losing as, as the, the big C church as, as the body. Correct. That's a lot of what we're losing Mm because, you know I mean? We, we don't have anything for them no, to do. No, there's nothing. And, and it's like you automatically assume these kids, you take them as adults. Mm-hmm. They say, okay, you have these adult roles. Right. 
with no transitional period. Well, I mean, and I think it's easier for you to relate because you've learned how to transitional period. You've gone from right. point A to point B, from point B to point C. You yeah. never had this time of transitioning into, okay, well, I'm going to sit behind you for a year or two, yeah. learn how to preach and teach, yeah. and then go to, it was automatic. So that, that I think that definitely correlates well with what the kids um, are experiencing in ministry. All right, so before we wind down, I got a, I got a question I got to ask you. Are you a rapper? <laughs> no, I'm not a rapper. We have to go ahead and dead this myth oh. now. Because you know a lot of rappers. I do know a lot of rappers. And and people actually give you demos before demos come out. Yeah, that's a real thing, too. So I, I just had to ask, um, because if you have a hidden talent that we have not seen yet, I really was you know, hoping that you said yes so we can put you on the spot. I, I am not a rapper, bro. Um, <laughs> I, I get asked that a lot. Um, People hit me on Twitter a lot. <laughs> um, people send me records, bro, like um, all the time. Like It's crazy. Um, it, it, and it's wild because when somebody told me that, not that you are a rapper, because I know you're not a rapper. I just yeah. had to message you real quick. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, but, a, it's a whole but thing. But it's a whole thing. So and they were like, yeah, Jay Jones, you know, the manager, rapper, producer. I'm like, Jay ain't no, no manager, rapper. Now, well, you were a manager. I was a manager. I do know about that. I do know about the manager. I did but, work in management. But, but uh, that's how it really all started. Gotcha. Okay. Um, okay. I started managing. That was a whole fluke. Again, no mm-hmm. transition phase. Uh, <laughs> guy I worked with had a band. Well, was, was trying to assemble a, a group. Mm-hmm. He had been praying about a manager he comes to me one day at work he's like man god told me you're supposed to be my manager i was like you heard wrong um so uh i was like listen bro i was like you know what i mean i was like i'd be at church mm-hmm. i'm like i'm not the most like churched god. dude mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and he was like i believe that's why god chose you i'm like all right cool whatever so we go to his first joint I listened to the group. I'm like, yo, they fire, bro. It's like, word. He's like, thank you, bro. It's like, it ain't going to work, though. Is that what you mean? I was like, she going to go solo. She going to leave because she left. He going to quit because he ain't getting the same. He ain't getting solos. And he like, nah, we all friends. It's never going to happen. Nine months. We 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 launching him by himself. Yeah. See, and I, I see that we. I think this is crazy because you know like I said, <clears throat> since we sitting down talking, like literally your life story and mine kind of walking a lot of the fine. I've been a manager. I've been well. Difference is, is my father is a pastor, so I've always been prepped mm-hmm. in the sense to yeah. do ministry. Not that I want to do ministry. Um. <laughs> People will tell you I love people, but I don't like that. I, I don't. I don't always have to be around people. Yeah. And I network. I know a lot of people, but like I could be in public and I can see all these people that I know, and I won't say nothing to any of them. Right. Because I don't need to be in your face. Right. Just don't have yeah. to. Um, but like, it's amazing that we all have not. We have different stories, but you just talking to me allowed me to really break break from some things and realize that. 
it's okay to be who God called you to, to be. I've worn the shirt faithful to the assignment. Mm-hmm. I know the history behind it, but now I understand. I wasn't finishing assignments. Yeah. I wasn't, and it's just, it's amazing when you sit down and have these conversations with people, how much they uh, can affect your life. But we have to have the conversation first. Yeah. And I, I appreciate you, uh, you coming on and talking today. Um, I think we could probably do a part four, five, and six. We definitely could. <laughs> for real, that's, got, again, that's, that's why I hate yeah. it. It's, it's a lot. Um, but it's a lot of good stuff. It's not like, because like you can talk to people all day long and they not have any substance of what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But like I, everything that you've talked about, every, every segment that we've done, you literally had nuggets in there. For anybody watching this, how many number? How many we got on there now? Nine. Okay, yeah. So we flu- it's fine. it'll fluctuate. We'll probably get a lot more views after it's over. But I'm only on Facebook, so yeah, I don't know yeah, Periscope, Periscope and, and, and the other page that I have it on. So, what? um, but like I said, it's it's amazing because we're here. Fluffy Fellow is here designed not only to let creatives have a voice, but also to educate people and give them, you know, some some knowledge like you know even with mel mel if he, if anybody has not gotten not gotten something yet you crazy that song itself is amazing it's dope 1220 the release of the album comes out uh look up p grant um hashtag grace wins every time you hashtag it's a movement um but but jamel is also connected to jay and also look up relationship of religion that's my brother jamar Jamar Jenkins. We're all connected and every time we meet up, I get nuggets. And so I'm trying to incorporate them in the Fluffy Fellow because they do help with a lot of things that I deal with on a daily basis. Um, Also look up Leroy Bunting. That brother right there is a DJ and DJ. First and foremost. I got a story about that. (laughs) We we, we gonna get to that. I might might pull up to his house and swing on him if I talk about it. All right, so don't hold about that. But but that brother right there, Leroy, is I didn't I've known not I've known of him for years. And then I met him and he was in the sound guy like me and just seeing his spirit and seeing everything about him, I've learned a lot from him. Um, you know, we, he's talked about mental health. I've talked about mental health. Like, it's amazing to have these brothers who all give you nuggets. And also sisters, too. I'm not, I'm not discrediting the sisters. Sometimes, but men sometimes the other men so that we can get through some things. Right. And so um, I appreciate you being my second guest. You were supposed to be the first, but Jamel's album decided to come first. Yeah, he dropped the yeah, single. Yeah, that single dropped, and I was like, okay, I got to get him. It's all man. I understand. Um, I take the backseat to, to a rapper. <laughs> I, I never want that pressure, bro. Yeah, so I, I appreciate you coming on. Tell people how they can hit you up. Um, first, man, what you, what you asked me to come on and do is how do how do you do how do I do all of these oh, things? Oh yeah, correct. Yep, yeah, yeah. And uh, be and still be myself. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the bottom line. Um, you have to be the goat. You have to be the goat. Mm-hmm. You have to accept that you are the goat. You're the greatest of all time at being you. 
Because they nobody gonna beat you at that. Mm-hmm. Nobody can't beat you at that. Mm-hmm. The only way that plan loses is if you quit. So how how I've been able to maneuver, um, Leroy's known me for I know Leroy since middle school, bro. Oh wow, okay. And he can tell you I'm I'm the same dude then as I was now. Mm-hmm. If I get up to speak at your situation, it's gonna be some fluent Ebonics flowing around, <laughs> and I might have to catch myself very once mm-hmm. in a while because I might almost let one go. Mm-hmm. But we gonna we gonna get there. Um, I I understand what God's called me to do. Um, a pulpit isn't necessarily required, mm-hmm. um, but I have to be open to it as well as you have to be open to it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is gonna work. All of your many podcasts and and endeavors are going to work because it's yours. You understand? God is your vision. You understand? Everybody talked about 2020 being their year of vision and all of that. And 2020 has been that. Correct. The world has been jacked up mm-hmm. since day one. So 2020 gave you nice, clear vision to see how jacked up our world is. Thanks. So now what you going to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, you were on one of your other podcasts, and I jumped in, and I was like, I just don't have that testimony as far as 2020 being a bad year. Correct. Yeah, that's you unapologetically, though. Yeah. You got so many platforms. <laughs> well, listen, and, and as you said, like, this is what I found that I'm good at. Yeah. Because... I'm about to say something out loud that I don't really want to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. So the pastoral gifting is on me. Mm-hmm. I know that. Um, but I don't want to be behind, like you said, I don't want to be stuck behind the pulpit. I want to be able to do this. And so I'm able to be myself mm-hmm. and also minister to people, teach people different things, educate them, but also be me, Fluffy, and love who I am and love, you know, I said, this is, this is, this is a new me. This wasn't me three years ago, four right. years ago. Um, I would never imagine to have, well, I'm on three different podcasts right. now. You know what I mean? I, I, my voice, and I think I have a funny voice, but it works. Yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, I hate I hate listening to me. Oh, it's the same here, but but it's, it's what we do. And so, as you were saying that, I really appreciate your honesty. Um, and I appreciate you being real and you being you, because I... You've never since I since I've known you, I've never seen something different. I've seen the exact same person every time yeah. I've seen you, no matter what the situation. This is all I got, bro. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> this is all I got for real. Um, I'm, I'm that's that's just it. Like I, that's all I know how to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whether I'm uh, in a room with, you know, if it's us or if it's uh, Orlando or. Mm-hmm. Or Jared Sanders or mm-hmm. whoever. I see your name dropping just for this, Fiona. Um, but it's good. But this is the thing, though. You're able to be around those people because you well, are you. Yeah. And you know that nobody is. And I, like I said, I learned this tonight, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to regurgitate Nobody. Better nobody's than better than you. It's amazing. Point blank, period. Well, listen, I hope that y'all got something out of that. And I hope that you. Live this thing fully. Um, oh, yeah. So tell them how they can get hold of you. Um, 
personal pages, J Jones 22 on everything. Um, faithful to the assignment, uh, F8, T-H-F-U-L to the assignment. Um, also on all platforms. Um, we Faithful lifestyle is, is the clothing. Okay. Um, but we aren't that. Uh, if you get a shirt, you get a hat. Cool, I appreciate it, but um, I rather I'd rather help you be a better you. Um, I I rather help your marriage last. Mm. I I'd rather prep you to be a husband. That's that's the goal of faithful. If you get a hat, you get a shirt. Great. Um, I don't get to, I don't spend the money. I sew it mm-hmm. into couples. I take couples out on dinners. I take couples out of town. Uh, we it all circulates, so it's it's all going away. Um, so it's not going in my pocket. But you can reach me any of those places. Um, I do have something. Uh, January eleventh. Okay. Uh, on it'll be online. Um, Jan- I'm sorry, January 10th, 6 p.m. Um, it'll be on on Facebook. But uh, his chosen outreach ministries is the Pause Reload Retreat Conference. Okay. Um, and I'll I will be speaking on there with uh, with another influencer and minister uh, out of Garner, um, and the organizers out of Bolivia. And um, so we, we're going to get on there and we're going to kind of reflect on on what 2020 was and how do we collect ourselves and go forward in 2021. That's needed. Now I'm going to share that to my page. Once it gets it up and running, I'll go ahead and check out check out Mr. Evo 84. Also check out my right my personal page, Jamont Harris. They're all the same logo. You'll see the same uh, picture, but Follow me so you can get his information. Uh, the podcast will be ready tomorrow. I'm going to go into edits tonight and get this taken care of. But, um, bro, I appreciate you. I love you, man. Um, you guys know, listen, I want you to have the best life you can possibly have. I want you to always think positively. And I want you to look at the line here behind me. It says, only thing that can stop me is me. That is my motivation this year. This is where I'm working for, and this is what I want you to work towards, too. So I hope you guys have a good night. I appreciate my brother for coming and uh, interviewing with me. But I'll catch you next time. Peace.